Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that surrounds it. So testosterone is a very good thing, but a couple months ago, your doctor was having a hard time getting their hands on it. Yes, actually my pharmacy was. Mm-hmm. And the pharmacy manager, who's been there a super long time and does a very thorough job, she's very hands-on. It, you know, that can be problematic in some cases, but for her it's not because she, she really does want to help. So when I first started ordering my testosterone at that pharmacy, I had not been able to get it at the previous pharmacy anymore. They only have generic. And you need the depot testosterone name brand because otherwise it causes problems for your skin and for other... It's just not a good thing. Right. So you needed the name brand and you were Mm -hmm. taking the version of the name brand depot testosterone that most people take is the 200 milligrams per milliliter. Right. And she had told me when I switched to that pharmacy, in the past they had had trouble getting the generic. And when I started, they were having trouble getting the name brand. Mm -hmm. And then even though I was paying cash for it, they still had to get corporate approval to have it delivered to the pharmacy. Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. big, big, Big name store, I guess. And... So I got the testosterone, I paid for it, and then, of course, we had the little bottles problem the next time. Yes, the tiny bottles. Tiny bottles. So this time, when I went to order it, I had put in my insurance because it's gotten so expensive. Yes. You know, when I started at the previous pharmacy six years ago, it was probably around 50 or $60, -hmm. you know. It's my understanding that there is a supply and demand problem for almost all types of of testosterone HRT right now. Mm -hmm. And that demand is outpacing supply, so prices are going up Mm -hmm. and have been for a while Mm -hmm. and causing shortages in some places of some products. Yes. So it costs way more now. Yes, it costs way more. So I, I finally did go through the insurance, the last insurance change which would have been the beginning of this year, mm-hmm. did include HRT. Yep. And I called the pharmacy and talked to the lady. Yep. And she's on it. Good. And then she calls me back and says, well, there's a problem. Of course there is. She's not surprised. No. She's going to solve it. Of course she is. She wants to make sure she solves it the way that is best for me mm-hmm. by consulting me. So her solutions were, they could get the generic. She knew that that wasn't good for me, but if they couldn't get anything else... It would be better than nothing. And another solution was to change the testosterone from 200 ml to 100. With a lower concentration of testosterone per milliliter of carrier oil. Yes. Yes, the 100 milligrams per milliliter. Yes. Which some guys take. Yes, they do. I'm one of those guys at the moment... (laughs) So they did get it fixed, and you did get the lower concentration. Yeah, we had to do the whole juggling thing where you call the doctor, and then you explain this to the doctor, and then you call the pharmacy, and then the pharmacy talks to the doctor, and then you talk to the doctor again, and then they say, oh, okay, and they rewrite the prescription, they give it to the pharmacy, and the pharmacy tries that, and, you know, it's a whole... Rigmarole. So with the lower concentration, mm-hmm. you get the same size as you had at the big bottle before, 
but now it has fewer doses because you need a larger dose to get the same number of milligrams of actual testosterone. Right. So so when they gave it to me, because it's under the insurance, she said, okay, this is a 58-day supply. That's funny. Yes. And actually... I can order it again in a couple days. Oh, good. But I will call her tomorrow. I usually do call her the Friday before that. Mm -hmm. So she can find out what all the problems are going to be (laughs) and be ready for them on Monday. Yes. So the first shot you gave me. Uh Uh-huh. You said you you went really fast because you you know it was such a it was a bigger shot. It was a bigger shot, and I went at the same pace that I usually went with the smaller bolus of oil. Mm Mm-hmm. But This was a larger bolus of oil. Yes. And I did not go slower. I should have gone slower. And I found that out. We did find that out because I was in pain. You ended up with a pain in the the ass where I give you your shot. Yes, I'm sorry. It's my fault. It actually hurt all night. I wasn't even thinking about the fact that a larger quantity of oil would need to go in more slowly. Right. It doesn't go in that fast anyway. It's a thick carrier oil. Yes, it is. There's a needle sticking out of your arse for a while. Yes. So we solved that problem by going slower. We did. And I mentioned to you, I said, you know, it seems to me that I have been more even keeled on this, you know, testosterone than on the previous formula. Which, hearkening back to when you very first ever started, Mm -hmm. you were on the higher concentration taking it every other week instead of every week. And you were having this roller coaster problem where like you were great and then you were not great and then you were super irritable and then you were great again. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't surprise me that at a lower concentration, if it's dispersing through your system more slowly or being metabolized in a different way or And we don't know these things. We don't know. You haven't had your T levels checked since you changed. No, there's no. Your dosing. Hurry up and check it. No. And there's no reason to, or at least there wasn't at first. We didn't think there would be. No, it seemed fine. And you were not having as much of an up and down problem, but you have had a slow descent into perpetual irritability problem. This week was bad. This week was bad. This week was bad. I felt bad for you because that can't be comfortable. You know you're in trouble when your loved ones feel bad for you because (laughs) you're... Yeah. Because you're crabby at everybody, but we don't feel bad for us. We feel bad for you. (laughs) Shaking my head, no. I'm sorry. It's terrible because it's like the accelerator is stuck on and the brakes are not working. Or if they are, like by the time you hit them, you've already gone too far. Yeah. And And so everything was irritating me and I was trying so hard. Yeah. And it wasn't working. It was not. No. And I felt bad for you because... That just cannot feel good, I can imagine. It did not. I, I assure you, you are correct. And so I asked you one morning, you know, do, did you feel differently from before your shot to after your shot? It was the morning after your shot and you were right. having a particularly rough morning. And I asked you, mm-hmm. you know, is, is was today worse or better than the day before? And do you think it's related to your shot and you? I said, I was thinking the same thing. And I think I said that, but I, I said, I'm thinking about delaying the next shot because what, what what we've done is in order to kind of get that you know point like four point four and a half cc's or three and a half cc's or you know some kind of 
balance between it. Your doctor that, has given you permission to use a variable dose mm-hmm. under a certain ceiling. Right. And and this week we had done the higher dose, mm-hmm. and it went very badly. It did. And so I said, I'm thinking of delaying it mm-hmm. for that reason and because I'm traveling mm-hmm. on a Friday and coming back on a Thursday, and it would be helpful to just wait. I mean, I'll take testosterone with me because... Mm-hmm. You know, God forbid there's another 9-11 type thing, and I'm stranded somewhere without my testosterone. We're not having that. Yeah, if the planes get grounded, I am not driving you your bottle. No. <laughs> and because because it's hard to get right now, it would be hard to get. It would. It could, it could be easier to get where I'm at. It could be even harder. Who it knows? Could, yeah. And then if I already had it, you know. So, so anyhow, you want to take, I it, just with take you, it with me. But the intention is... You don't want to have to dose yourself. You want to wait until you get back and have me dose you again. It's so much easier to have you jab me in the ass. Fair. Yes. And we have a funny little talk while we're doing that. We do. Yes. To distract you from the fact that you're getting jabbed in the ass. And sometimes it works and sometimes you stop mid-sentence. and I say, ouch. (laughs) You say, sorry. Yep. And I would give it up because of ouch. Right. You know, so. So. There's one thing that may be causing your irritability. If it's not metabolizing as quickly, then it may be staying in your system longer and building up higher concentrations. And, you know, some guys have talked about how their fuses get shorter when they go on T. They've called it roid rage or testosterone rage. Mm -hmm. And other guys have not seen it at all. Correct. But we all have different metabolisms. That is correct. And if it is a problem, it's something you need to learn how to deal with. It's not something that, like... You know, some guys just try and excuse their behavior by saying it's the testosterone. You need to learn your coping oh, skills. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to live with that. Oh, no, you won't. And no. I appreciate that about you. I do think it's the testosterone, you know, different mm-hmm. formula. Because I was really going crazy the morning that would have been my next shot, that I was not going to have oh, my shot. yeah, you weren't having your shot. And I so wasn't having my shot Tuesday the- night. So, in Tuesday morning... I was trying to get out of here, mm-hmm. and I was really going crazy. And then it, it, a little bell went off in my head of, oh, this is that crazy. Like, I am super crazy right now, and I can't, I can't be like this. This is, mm-hmm. this is beyond squashing it every few seconds. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me think Andractum. Yes. That's what I do every couple months when I have an extra crazy day or two. From hormones. From hormones. Because I have a tube of it still sitting there, and I haven't used it for the purchased intentions because I, I just I didn't feel like I was getting enough benefit from when you it. originally purchased it mm-hmm. the idea was to apply it to your groin area in hopes of seeing genital growth yes it did not cause genital growth and it burned a little bit well it's because they don't make the same stuff they used to and what you can get your hands on is to alcohol based the the purpose of that most guys purpose is if they are going to consider a lower surgery to correct the direction their urethra is pointing. Then you want as much growth as possible so that you can redirect Mm -hmm. your urethra through a larger piece of tissue. Yes. But you didn't use it for that purpose. Our lawyer friend also bought a tube of Andractum and was done using it for that purpose. He was done using it because remember it came with two tubes. He used one tube and then he gave us the other because after his lower surgery he was done with it. Anyway, we have lots of Andractum. (laughs) We don't anymore. We we have one. I don't know where the other ones have gone. I think, I think we, we gave them to child number zero because they were having hormone problems. They were. So. It was worth giving up a tube of Andrectin. 
<laughs> yeah. That stuff is expensive, too. It is expensive. But, so I thought of that. I was downstairs. I had already locked the upstairs. And I thought, no, 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 wait, I've got it. And I ran upstairs. I got the androctum and applied that. And I felt better almost immediately. Isn't that wild how that works? I was like, oh, I'm going to be okay. You will. <laughs> That's so great. What a great feeling. Uh-huh. All right, now. I'm going to leave the tube right here in case I need it again. You applied your topical hormones to cover you, to to carry you over for those remaining couple days while you were stretching out your stop cycle. Right. So that that makes me think a large part of it may be Mm -hmm. the hormones because my reaction to that application was so effective. So there are other things happening. Like... It's it's reasonable for you to be irritated. The level of irritability and the shortness of your fuse of late is is a little bit disproportionate to the situation, but only a little bit because we've had a lot of extenuating circumstances that could cause irritability. Parenting. So, mostly parenting. Just over a month ago. Yes. You got an email from number 2's other mom. I got two emails. Two emails. Yes. One right after the other. Well, I take that back. One was a Saturday and one was a Monday. But you didn't get either of them checked until late on that Monday because you were busy parenting. Yes, and I had no need that I knew of to check any email. Mm -hmm. What did these emails say? Well, the first one said what a terrible parent I was, and back to abusive things from you that really did happen, even though the therapist has said, nope, we've got over this. But the second one was much shorter, and it said something to the effect of, I'm not going to see him for a while, meaning the child, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to explain myself. Okay. I will, I will, however, take him to his Boy Scout camping trip, and, and I'm thinking, no, you won't. Not when you're acting like that. No. That is not the kind of parental input. That we- of course, I pretty much also figured, and was correct, that it would not happen. They would not offer to do so. She had been acting as though she had made all sorts of plans, come to find out that she had not talked to the scout people at all about him going or her going with or any of her accommodations she, that she would no, need. She, I don't know what she did. Who knows? They were asking you about, oh, is he going to go? Well, yeah, that that was a, a surprise. And I had decided that I was going to take him because it was going to be a short enough trip and a close enough trip that we could get back easily if we needed to. It was not going to be too hot, which makes me very miserable. Hot does make you miserable. It has ever since you started testosterone. It actually did when I first moved to this town. I almost got divorced that year from the boy's mother because the hot made me quite so irritable. And we did not have air conditioning because many places here did not because it didn't used to be a problem. Right. Yeah. We got a small evaporative cooler and survived. I'm sorry. Mountain lakes. They're very cold because they're made of snow. Mm -hmm. That's how I survived. Yes. Very good. And everybody else that was dealing with me survived. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So, so hot makes me quite miserable. Bottom line was, according to this pair of emails, you're a bad dad. I really am abusive, even though everyone, including the kid, has said I really wasn't. You frighten our kid, and she's going to leave him to us and won't be around for a while. Basically, yes. But she's still his mother and will always be, you which re- sounded very you, final to me. Okay, you read... Them more thoroughly than I did, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I did, yeah. because I, got, I read I always, all the words. You- well, the, here's the thing. I'm better remembering the 
the idea. Uh-huh. I am not better at remembering the words. Well, that was a thing that stuck with me, that phrase of, I am his mother and I always will be, because it sounded so final. You thought she was going to start coming back around looking for drama again within a week or so, and I had a feeling that based on that phrase alone, that she was going to be out for a while. I never put it past her to cause a bunch of drama of, I'm not going to be here or whatever, and then make a big deal about being back in the picture. So I, I just never do. That, that's and happened before. It does. My stress has been not merely just full-time parenting, because you have had to parent a couple of those nights, and you looked like I usually do. Mm-hmm. Which was This is a high-stress environment with this child, and we... It was very... You it can, was very normalizing for me. Yes. Although I, I did feel bad for you. Yes, but... You got to your wits end and kept going. And I remember many, many nights over the past year and a half where, you know, I used to be doing the full-time caregiving for this kid. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't for a while while we settled out all of these allegations... Mm-hmm. And you would say, oh my gosh, this kid is doing X, Y, Z. And I'm like, yes, I remember he does that. I'm sorry, it's your turn. I would use a much more sympathetic tone of voice in that moment, I'm sure. It doesn't matter what your tone of voice is at that moment. There's nothing to save me. Right. Yeah. And so I thought I remembered. I did not remember. You did not, because I saw how you looked. By the end of the night with this kid, he's just a battering ram. And so you have basically, I mean, I've had a couple nights where it was me on for the entire evening. But the it's entire still evening, you. folks, goes from when you get home at 4.30 or 5 mm-hmm. until he goes to bed at about 7 or 7.30. That's and a few hours. That is only a few hours. But it is the entire evening. It is the entire evening. It really is. Because... You know how when... There's not even a half a second during that time that it stops. When you're busy, there are two kinds of busy. Like there's the busy that makes time pass, and there's the busy that feels like it's taking forever. Yes, I do. That was my day. This is the second kind. Mm -hmm. For that whole three-hour span, Mm -hmm. it's everything takes forever, and you can't get anything done because you're being interrupted every five seconds. And this has been your life. Mm Mm-hmm. All the time, every time, mm-hmm. without interruption, without caregivers, without, you know, this is the reason that we were, it's part of the reason at least, that we were so willing to deal with the nonsense was because she gave you the break from that. Well, the other reason is because he loves his mother. Yes. And I'm not the guy who's usually going to stop him from interacting with her because until recently, it hadn't gone far enough to make me say, you know, we, we can't do this. No. But when I read those emails, I thought, I, this is it. I cannot do this. If she's going to see him, it's going to have to be supervised. And I don't even know who would do, do the supervision. Nobody would want to do it. No. Also, obviously, it is not fair to him because he doesn't understand what's going on. No. And he's not going to. No. But in the meanwhile, he's used to having had somewhere between 10 and 50% of every week be time spent with his favorite enabler, Mm -hmm. with somebody who will 
give him what he wants, do for him what he wants, affirm that reality is as terrible as he says it is, and everybody really does hate him and her and them, and they really are the victims. And he hasn't had that in like six weeks. And I think at this point, like when you said today that he had stapled his own hand and had to get sent to the counselor, Mm -hmm. I think he's looking for that. Like, if I just keep amping up, somebody will take pity on me. I don't know, because he's never been the child that learns from experience. And it's really starting to make me think a lot about his fetal drug exposure, because everybody notices it. Mm -hmm. I remember my sister saying, he doesn't learn. And I said, I know. So, No matter how consistent I've ever been, most children, even when they have two households of parents, know they're going to give you trouble during that transition, but they know what's going to happen at mom's house and what's going to happen at dad's house. They can adjust to two sets of expectations. Yeah. Most kids can adjust to that. And most kids, if you are consistent, they will adapt to that. Mm -hmm. He has never adapted. He has never. And he has... You have been the one consistent thing in his life all this time. Even when he tried to move away with his mother, you still went and visited them and stayed at her father's house so that he could have you as that consistent touch point. Yes, I did. And I don't feel like I'm a very nice parent at all. I have to try very hard to be nice. You do. I do. I'm, And I had to coach you through how to write some nice text messages to child number zero the other day because they were acting very teenagerly and not learning from their choices. They were acting nine. They were. And you were not having it. And I had to walk you through. Here's how you write a nice message that will get them to respond. They did not. No, they did not. But they definitely would have reacted badly if you hadn't tweaked it. And I understand that. I know once when one December, possibly even on my birthday, Child Zero left our house to go visit with the boy to his mother's house and never came back, like moved there. And I called them and reamed them out and they started crying. And then I said, why are you crying? I didn't even have my testosterone voice then. No, you didn't. But that's me. Yeah. I'm like, what is this bullshit nonsense? And explain yourself because I don't understand. So that's my approach. And it's very helpful that you coach us through that because I don't have the patient. And that child should know I don't have the patience. That child sees me dealing with their brother. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think that child has been in one place for too long and is feeling anxious about it and is trying to self-sabotage. Maybe you should ask them that. Remember I told you the other day, that it helped me when people started asking me yes. things. People... I, they would need to be around before I could ask them things. Yeah, well. They're doing that teenage thing where I have freedom. I'm going to never be at home except maybe to sleep and then only sometimes. But anyway, all of these things are understandably irritating for you. They are. And it's hard to parse out how much of it is hormone irritability, how much of it is circumstantial irritability, how much of it is perpetual emotional trauma irritability. Yeah. But if the topical hormones helped. Then some of it was definitely that. Yes. And... Unless it was placebo effect, which we also know works for you. It does, but I didn't expect it to work. I was not sure if it would work, and I sure didn't expect it to be like, boom. I'm going to drop a link to a different podcast in our show notes, and I'm going to send it to you about a study that they did about whether or not placebo effect would work if the recipients of the placebo knew they had the placebo, and it did. Oh, that often happens. Like they know they're getting a fake treatment, but it still helps them. 
Yeah. But because it's the therapeutic well, even experience. Without, without than... that study, I mean, people often do respond to the placebo. That's why it's called the placebo effect. And that I'm totally good with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know that a lot of the times the different things I have access to may just be, uh, I don't know how to explain it. If I had a set of buttons in front of me and they did the same thing the placebos did, the easy button. There you go. You know? Uh-huh. If I had a button that said, make it stop, I'd push the button. And that's what that is. And so that's totally fine for me. Right. I don't care. And so it seems as though it's the hormones. Mm-hmm. It may be placebo, but it definitely was a marked improvement after applying the topical hormones. Oh, yeah. So we'll keep doing that. I, I am not opposed to that placebo, especially since we already have it in the house and it doesn't cost anything because it's already here. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with your next round of shots. You're going to call tomorrow and we'll probably have something to report within the next two episodes about how that works. I'd like it to be not interesting enough to report. (laughs) That would be great. Is that ever how our life goes, though? How long have we had this podcast? (laughs) Six and a half years? Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay, then. Okay. All right. Is there anything else? I, I think that's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Yeah, are you comfortable where you're at? Yes, I am. Okay. Which is one of the first times today since uh, I got out of bed. It's Yeah, that's how it's been. Yep. So, are you ready? Hi, I'm Jess. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You're, you're counting with your middle finger at the noise outside. <laughs> I was counting us down with my middle finger at the noise outside. I was it's trying okay. not to laugh. I should have just laughed. You should have just laughed. Try, All right. Try again? Uh-huh. Okay. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. Or... Oh, the clocks. <laughs> yes. Sorry. That's all right. I'm going to get... Before too long. It would have been going through the whole damn thing. Uh-huh. No, we don't need to start over. That's maybe two minutes tops that I need to manage clicks. <laughs> this is why I wasn't concerned when, when uh, number three child was in the next room and there was clunking and slamming. I just thought, eh. That's my kid. Things are dropping, or people yep. are dropping. People, things, whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs>